liquor tastes sweeter in this town Could it be it's the same as the last? I swear I've seen your face elsewhere before Just as familiar as a bottle and a glass Hey darling, sleeping on the blacktop Hey darling, running through the trees, honey Hey darling, leaving for the next town Alright, welcome back everybody to the Back 40 Skull Sessions Podcast. I am Shane Poy. We're here with episode 11 of the Skull Sessions Podcast. Here with me as always is Christian Gardner. Howdy, howdy. And we have a couple of special guests with us today. Team members from Appalachian Holler Hunters. We've got Mitch Holman here. What's going on? And we got Mitch's boy Bentley here. Say hello, Bentley. Hello. And then we've also got Cody Carpenter in here with us today. What's up, fellas? What's going on, fellas? Thank y'all for being with us today. Tickled to have you. Yeah. We're tickled to have you as always. But well, we always start the show with uh, what's going on with Appalachian Holler Hunters right now. So, Christian, yeah, we'll you want to get into that a little bit? Yeah, we'll just dive straight into it. Uh, well, we just had our episode last, or not last week, week before last. Yeah. Season one or episode one of season two, and then going to have the second episode of season two come up this Friday. It's going to be our youth episode. Okay. Uh, you also have to check it out. It'll. We'll feature some of youth our... Youth turkey hunting, our, to yeah, be specific. Yeah, youth turkey hunting, to be exact. Show our youth turkey hunting that we had here, had a competition. We'll yep. show some of that. And uh, Bentley's going to be on there, and Isaiah will have him shown on there. Did you get you a big old turkey? Mm, not that week, I didn't. You didn't that week? No. I think you did. Yeah. Right. yeah, you second got one the, that week. The second day. Yeah, you didn't get one the, the Yeah, not the first day, not the day of the actual hunt, but you got one that week, though. Yeah. Is it good? How big was he? Uh, pretty big. Gosh, yeah, it's going to be good. Heck yeah. But we got that, and then... Uh, and we should have the turkey hunting episodes rolling in pretty yeah, steady I think, from that point, shouldn't I, we? Yeah, we're, we haven't had anything set in the line about how we're going to release it. I thought it was going to be every week, Yeah. but then that was going to shut us like we're going to have a big gap between between having these released and then when bear and deer season rolls in. So instead, yeah. I think we're going to do it every two weeks Yeah. because it also gives me enough time to edit and make it look worth a, look make it look worth watching. So <laughs> that helps. So well, and if you're not happy it. with it, you're not going to release it anyway. So. Right. So it's, okay. it's kind of all around a better better deal. I got you. And we've still got our podcast coming up every week. Yeah, we'll have the podcast so, rolling every week, and we should good. have some short videos coming here pretty quick. Yeah, we've got all kinds of short videos. We'll have our... Uh, uh, we've got a bunch of stuff. We've got the kids fishing day. It'll probably yeah. be a shorter episode, just a short video, a trip to Texas, you know, all that stuff like yeah. we've mentioned before in all our other podcasts. Well, and we shouldn't be more than just a week or two out of being able to finish up the food plot. Yeah. Short video. I yeah, mean, it's that, gonna, one, it's that one's had to take place over a long period a couple of time. months. Yeah. We've been yeah. working on putting that one together. So, yeah. So that'll be a really good one. That's going to be one of the major ones right before deer season starts. That'll yep. be right about the time all of our velvet hunts come in for South Carolina and our three-day hunt in Tennessee. But, I got you. Uh, yeah, that's coming up here pretty quick, ain't it? Yeah. I think Mitch is going to be a part of it. They're going to try to do it too, ain't you? Yeah, I hope so. <clears throat> maybe. We'll just have to see what all's going on, but we're going to try to sneak in an evening hunt or two maybe. Yeah, maybe. I got. I finally got one spot worth trying. Anyways, we'll see how it, <laughs> see how it goes the rest of the month. If it's anything like my spot yesterday I found out about. Yeah, I was going to say for the first 12 hours, that one's coming out pretty good, ain't it? <laughs> Yeah, for the first 12 hours of that spot, it's great. But, long, yeah, anyways. <laughs> I got to thinking about that deal yesterday. Uh, I think I ha- I showed it on, uh, it was on episode uh, 8 last year, whenever he's hunting for the Whitetail Championship. I talked about struggling with the, the horses. horses and everything else in that one place <laughs> I hunted. 
Well, I got promised that place won't have horses, and I go up there yesterday, and guess what's there? Horses. Friggin' horses. <laughs> they three great big pretty ones. They're oh friendly, God, too. They like, like to follow you, you up the hill and everything. Me. Had some good deer coming and everything, and well, so much for that. Yeah, we so. got up on top of the hill where he was baiting, and, I mean, it's war out. I mean, war slap out. Yeah. And it deer sign, yeah. but now the horses are in there. And some neighbors had seen some big deer in there. It, yeah. And so That's literally the luck of hunting, I guess. Yeah, they I don't know. Deer horses are friendly. They just make it awful yeah, hard to Yeah, they make bait. it hard to hunt. <laughs> yeah. They, they, eat. they like corn pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Right. I've done everything to rope them off last year and figured, well, there just ain't no good way to do it. Well, and that big and so. Jay's not too awful far off of sweet feed. Yeah. I mean, they were no. they were they about tried to get in the back the of the gator yesterday, yesterday to get to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they so, were all about some big and J yesterday. So yeah. So, anyways, that, off of that subject, before I get but you did about it too hard. Your new spot over in Tennessee. I mean, yeah, got that rolling. So that's that's we, really good. We put now. corn out and big and J out and a camera out yesterday at dark, and before he woke up this morning, bunch of them. He had some good ones. That's good. Yeah. That's why Tennessee goes, buddy. Yeah. And It'll be the first year and you dare disappear. Well, that's how it is here. It's how it's when every year here. So there's about fourteen point two million people in <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm I sure. mean, it's it's hard over there. Is it? Is. it I've is. never hunted that area, it's, but it's, I was asking him. I was like, "My good, I mean, they're bound to be everybody and their brother hunting yeah, over there because it's some beautiful ground it's over there. Tough. It's tough. It's, it's like yeah. turkey hunting over there. Every, every curve you go around, you meet you meet somebody truck. else. Yeah. Mostly we hunt government land, but it's still toughing on the government land. Yep. It, it gets a lot of pressure. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, it's. Is that it's me tough. or that you? That was you. What me? That was me. No, wasn't it me. wasn't me. What me? Not this time. I don't even. Know. Oh, my phone's up there. I just silence. turned mine to silence. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, it's the first year I've ever had any decent bucks on camera. Yeah. I mean, worth even talking about, really. So, well, and I just mean, having that's made me excited. So. Oh yeah. I was like, gosh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm ready. I'm very ready. I'm super excited. Get out from under a couple of bear and get a few more deer in. Yeah, you got, a, you got a bunch of bear prop aggravating you. So. Yeah, I've still got one spot that's just slammed with bear. So. Yeah. That's good news if you bear hunt yeah, in that area. Yeah. 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 Good Y'all bear hunt on the other <laughs> side of the county. Your dogs won't run that far, I don't think. <laughs> that just depends on how, how bad you need them gone. Yeah. Well, these boys that hunt up there, and I got to talking to them the other day, and I was like, y'all going to have to do something. They said, we ain't baiting yet. They said the price of peanuts too high. That's why. Yeah, that's why you can't. got so many. Yeah, yeah. they ain't yeah. started baiting yet. Yeah. So hopefully they'll pull them around the other side of the you mountain. Can't find them either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyways. Well, and then what else we got going on right now? Well, we're. I ain't gonna say it's a complete partnership yet. Yeah. But we're starting to work with a new company. Talk about them a little bit. W Hunt Supply. They're based out of Washington. Yeah. What do you see now? You gonna have to take it for just a second. Oh boy! Oh boy! Got a got a we got a FedEx delivery coming in here. Part of the fun part of having the doing this out of the business here, <laughs> Mountaineer Outfitters. But but anyways, we just ain't like I say ain't gonna say partnered with W Hunt Supply yet. But they've been talking with us, and we're we're gonna hopefully have a mashup with their podcast and stuff, and and coming up soon. And I know you boys have bought a bunch, or ordered stuff from them and oh, stuff yeah. as well. They've got dog lead, you know, all your Garmin stuff, all that. Yeah. And uh, got some pretty cool shirts. They got some real nice shirts. They got some really nice. Yeah, it's a good way to. There ain't there ain't a lot of stuff out there to show off that you like to bear hunt mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you get deer hunting shirts and hats and everything else, but there ain't a lot of stuff out there to get for bear hunting. Not unless you have it custom made. Yep, custom made, but they've got some really nice stuff, so we'll be getting some stuff from them here soon, and we'll be showing them off, and hopefully we can get them guys on a podcast and stuff soon, so that'll be fun. That'll be good. Um, aside from that, 
I got a phone call this morning. I might as well tell you now. Uh, it was the producer from Drop Zone TV, Greg Zipidelli and him. Well, he called me. He offered me cameraman position for one, which was insane. I, that kind of threw me off. But we got talking about bear hunting and stuff, and they I, they asked when the best time to come up here bear hunting would be. And they, I told them like you know first first, <laughs> first week or two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gonna be your best shot, and uh, you know that's right there in their October lull period for deer. Yeah. So they're gonna try to come down here and hunt with us. I hope. Our, well, that's what our, they said. Our sanctuary hunt in Tennessee. It's a good hunt. Yeah. This when is that this year? It's uh, the September. Meet you at me eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth. Yeah. I I'm excited for that. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. This year, I finally take all three days for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Last year, you had a good hunt over there. Oh, yeah, we had a real good time. Tell me a little bit about it, what you can. Uh, three days. It's a, it's a real good day. <laughs> Every Everything over there has to be, you have to do all your killing on private land, right? Yeah. Like a, It's hunting private, on, private land only. Yeah. Right, because of where it's uh, sanctuary. Sanctuary, sanctuary hunt, you can, you can turn loose on government, but you got to kill on private. Yeah, all your actual harvest has to be on private ain't that right yeah I guess, yeah, yeah I guess Cody's right he knows more about it than I do he lives pretty much lives in Tennessee I guess yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, Tennessee he's, he's Tennessee resident so yeah yeah that was it was an awesome time last year that one day I got to hunt with him so yeah. and, they're, and they're and they're also discussing I got a buddy that's on the I guess the TWRA board or whatever uh they're talking about making that sanctuary to where you can kill both on government and private Gotcha. Because the numbers are they're just increasing and people's yeah. complaining and well, that's what we talked about last week with Sam is about how one, it's bull that you can't even hunt your own property per Tennessee's right. rule and regulation. Government overreach. Yeah. And Tennessee's really cool about the you know, if you during that sanctuary hunt, say, you know, you do kill a bear, it don't go against your actual tags during your hunting season. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it's like a quota hunt. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Gotcha. It's a, it's a bonus tag. I got you. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Too. Now, are you limited one bear per person in that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, okay. just, like, it's just like, you know. Just like North Carolina, you get one actually, bear take. They actually set a quota, and if that quota's met the second day, they shut it yeah. down. You know? I got you. So, got I don't you. know how many it is, because I don't think it's been met. Got you. Yeah, is that just for, met. and is that quota hunt just for the county, or is that statewide that they do it normally? Or is it in the region? Well, it would be like sections. I got um, you. I can't even remember what they call it. The, I think it's Laurel Ford. Laurel Ford. Like it. It's something. The one we hunt is. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 So, and they're broke up into numbers, and I think there's just four or five or something like that. In, yeah. In, in the state of Tennessee. I'm not really not really 100% gotcha. sure on that gotcha. one. Gotcha. But no, we would have a big time. You know, yeah. I, we got there's a bunch of bear. There's more bear out there this year than I've ever seen. I mean, you, you can ride out there right now, you know, in the evening and see four or five cross in front of you. Out yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. I'm, I'm excited about it. That's always pretty good. I know Sam was talking about how I think the first year they went, so there wasn't like what one or two people. Just yeah, a very few. Last year's my first year. Hunting. Well, and then last year, like part of that video we showed, there's what <laughs> twenty or thirty it's coming out through or getting ready to turn loose. There's a day. bunch of us in yeah. that group. Gosh, yeah, that was a wild time. There were several groups out there hunting those mm -hmm. three or four different groups all together, you know. But yeah, it was a good time. I'm looking forward to it. But as far as new stuff for the show and stuff, that's kind of it. I mean, there, I don't think there's a whole lot new going on. Just all our basic releasing probably every two weeks as far as episodes go. And short videos just tossed up in between just whenever we can get them out. I got you. That's kind of the kind all of right. the gist of it. I got <laughs> Real you. quick like. Well, I think that's far enough to take us into our first break. 
Yep. And then we'll get on to the coon hunting stuff here in just a little bit. Yep, stick with us here. All right, guys, we're going on the break. Thank you for listening to the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Mountaineer Outfitters, the official outfitters of Appalachian Holler Hunters. Visit them online on Facebook or Instagram, or visit them in person at 65 Haynes Road in Newland, North Carolina. Open 8 to 5 Monday through Friday, 8 to 12 on Saturdays. Stop by and see them today for all your hunting and shooting sport needs. Hey, boy, you got your bow set up for this year? Uh, not really, not yet. Well, what broadhead are you planning on using? I, I haven't figured it out yet. You really need to go check out NAP Broadheads. They've got a line of new broadheads out, including the new DK4, and then my personal favorite is the Spitfire Double Cross. Oh, really? Ain't the DK4 like the mix between a mechanical and a fixed broadhead? It sure is, and it's like throwing a hatchet through the side of a deer. You're going to have blood trails that look like you've sprayed them with a water hose. That's what I'm talking about. If that's the case, I think I'm going to go with one of those. Go check them out. This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Realtree, the official camo pattern of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. Be sure and check out Realtree's newest pattern, Realtree Timber, to stay concealed all season long. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. And so we've had some interesting things going on this past weekend. Cody, you guys had a a pretty fun time this weekend, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Tell everybody about the hunt you guys did this weekend. It was the 14th annual Avery County Championship. Uh, in a UKC sanctioned event, coon hunt. Yep, coon hunt. Um, we had a bench show, which was UKC sanctioned. Had some really, really nice hounds come out for that. Uh, two plots actually won it. Uh, best of female, best of male. Yep. Uh, really nice looking dogs. Um, Jason Morgan is actually the president of our club, which is the Carries Flats Wildlife Club, and he actually won the Avery County Championship. Nice, uh, nice. He's hunting a dog that. Uh, I think it's three English dog. He, he's a real nice hound. Um, JB Mitchell actually bought the hound, and uh, JB passed away. And when, and one of JB's wishes was, when I pass away, give that dog to Jason. Yeah. And so Jason ended up with the hound. So. Uh, and that but, was the one he won with. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, we had a real That's good time. Awesome. Uh, I hunted in it. I didn't do as good as I'd wanted to. Uh, I'm hunting a real young dog in it, but two, and he's still kind of learning. I mean, but he he done pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and the way them UKC hunts work is um, you can have four dog. You can have up to a four dog cast. Uh, you can have a night champion cast, which means your dog you've hunted your dog and made it a night champion. And to make a dog night champion, you have to get five cast wins as a registered dog. Uh, all dogs have to be UKC registered. They can't be just a you know an old mud off the side of the road or something. Yeah, right. They've actually got to be registered. Right. Um, just to be sure, just to people to, uh, to, so, they, ugh, so people can understand a cast in other words it's just another word for like group yeah, or, group, or, or section group. right 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 a group yeah. of dogs so, so you got four group you know you got four dogs in a group you know you go you got guides and judges uh you go drop your dogs off your guide takes you to a spot and uh, if you get first strike i think it's 125 points uh first no i'm lying you first strikes 100 points first tree's 125 and uh it goes down the line there, you know, you go like 75, 50, 25, you know. Yeah. You know, as you go. And um, just like me the other night, turned my dog loose. I had second strike, first tree, and he left the tree. So I was minus 125 points. Yeah. So I was in the hole minus 125 because he Got came you. back to the tree and treed on it. 
but our hunt time or our, our tree time ran out before we seen the coon so i got circled my strike points but minus my tree points Mm. Gotcha. So I was in the hole 125 out of the gate, which wasn't gotcha. the best. Uh, second drop, I I done really good on the second drop. I had third strike, first tree, yeah, which pulled me out of the hole. I was plus 50, but I still didn't. wasn't enough to win, but right. I didn't. I didn't really go minus. Nobody wants to go minus in them hunts. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's kind of embarrassing, right? <laughs> so you, so it's all timed as well. You got, oh, you got. Is it is it always the same or is it? No, they, do they change it up on uh, how much time you have or no you change it uh hunt time you know sometimes we do 90 minute hunt sometimes like saturday night it was a hour hunt yeah you got an hour to hunt which we of actual hunt time hunt not time, from time. you've got from eight o'clock to nine o'clock to go out there tree and come back to the no, place where you're hour, at it's you, you drive the club sets a deadline like there's 12 o'clock you have yep. to get back at the clubhouse by 12 o'clock or you're you, you're you know it don't count right and uh hour-long hunt and my cast we we burn up when we got done with our first cast or our first drop i should say uh we had 14 minutes left to hunt an hour so i mean yep. it was pretty and you pause your time when like say we drive from here to you know the other side of john ridge here you know we pause it time yep. stops and then you restart it you know it's uh, there's a lot of rules and regulations i mean they've got yeah they've got there's all kinds of on the back of the scorecard i mean it tells you a lot of them but then there's a whole book you yeah know, you can buy a whole book it tells you all about it right heck yeah and well then, speaking uh, of of the, of time and stuff you don't get back by a certain time wasn't there one of the groups i remember yeah. somebody was I, they was telling me and sam when we first showed up because we should come in later mm-hmm. to film uh at at that first deadline because you can't film for ukc no. or, or uk sanctioned events so we was going to film the Avery county championship side of it which we'll get to in a minute but in that ukc side of it they were telling us somebody treat a bear and i thought it was down on no, the river it, down it was uh it was a group uh they were hunting in stony creek stony creek and, uh, and they were hunting night champion dogs and the difference between see i was hunting registered cast my dog's not a night champion yet gotcha night champion cast if your dog runs off game and they see it or you tree off game that dog's automatically scratched Gotcha. So that one single dog treated bear by itself, and so it was scratched. It was done for the night. It can't hunt no more. Gotcha. Dang. Yeah, but and I mean, it's just the higher. And so you got grand, you got grand nights, you know. And you, then you can go to world, you know. You can get world champion dogs. I mean, it's just there's so many levels you can yeah. do in them hunts. And uh, the dog that that treated bears, I know the dog. She's really a good dog, but like I said, she wears night champion. I actually hunted against her two weekends ago, and she beat me, which made her a night champion. That was her night champion hunt. Gotcha. Yeah, which made her a night champion. So you and you do hunts all over the place right now, ain't you? Like yeah. It's time of year you go and try to hunt in coon competitions, not just UKC, but different ones all around right now, don't you? Right. Well, this time of year, you know they've got a PKC. They do PKC hunts. And they're a lot different than UKC, and I've never right. hunted in one of those. But right now, you know, I go. I try to stay within two hours just because I don't like yeah. to drive. <laughs> I don't blame so, you. Don't blame so, me a bit. Uh, I've been hunting, like Mountain City has one or on Mountain down there in Tennessee. They have a hunt. Our Carriage Flights Club, we're having another one yeah. the 28th of August. So it's it's a UKC sanctioned event too. So. Yeah. And then uh, Morganton, Burke County's got, they have a lot of double headers, which means you go out and you hunt for an hour judge you know do all that come back clubhouse take like a 30 minute break and go out again for another hour it's two different two different casts pretty much is what it, you can yeah you can say you got three wins on your dog you can turn your dog into night champion you know that's that night when yeah both gotcha casts. yeah gotcha 
well, well, speaking of of hunts coming up and stuff, uh, I can't remember what what episode it was, but we featured a coon hunt last year, which was the Tucker competition. You want to tell us about it a little bit? Because we've had all kinds of people commenting and asking and emailing. Tell us a little bit about it. You know, just a little bit of background, and then okay. and then tell uh, us when you plan on having it this year. Tucker was my son. Um, he was 15 months old when he passed away. Uh, he caught some kind of parasite. We went over to uh, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge for a weekend. Yeah. He was playing in the pool, caught a parasite. We had no idea what it was. Uh, he got real sick, started running fever, took him to Watauga. They shipped him down to Winston and uh, told us that, you know, he was brain dead pretty much. He, mm-hmm. he lived for, I think, right at seven days after we we got back yeah. from the trip. And uh, he passed away. In October of 2019, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, yep, he was 15 months old. He was born in 2018, and so a bunch of buddies of mine got together and they were like, "Hey, let's have something for him." You know, well, you know, we all hunt hunting community right. up here. Yeah. You know, we, it's super strong. You've got yeah. a huge hunting community yeah. up here, and everybody Basically, comes together. Right, and the dogs. I mean, the the, yeah. the dog community up here is it's crazy. Right. Um, so all my buddies, you know, got together and they said, "Let's have you know in the club, the coon club." Then we got a Daniel Bloom Bear Club. Uh, they all got together and decided to have Tucker's Big Coon Contest in yeah. 2000. Well, actually, was, he died in October, and we had it in November. Yeah. And uh, I think last year we had it <coughs> the opening weekend of coon season. It opened up on that Monday, and we had it that following weekend. Yeah. And that was kind of my fault. It was kind of soon. The leaves were still on the trees. I mean, it was kind of hard to see coons, really. Uh, we ended up getting one, but I took my nephew and uh, I think this year we may have it in November of this year. So that yep. way the, it's a little cooler out, you know, and the, the leaves are off the trees pretty good. And, you know, all the bear, all the bear stuff's kind of calming down a little bit yeah. Yeah. in November. And we had a pretty good turnout. I think we had, I don't remember, 18 or 19 people come and sign up to hunt. Uh, we yep. give away a lot of good stuff. I Gosh, yeah. Three or yeah. four guns, an alpha system. Uh, Chad Mitchell down here at Elk River Supply, I mean, he, he donates a lot. Um Three Nails Hardware, they donate stuff. Uh, Mountaineer Outfitters, they donated us some stuff. Uh, I mean, I think my sister, Shantae, she bought, she gets a really, really nice gun. She got a Henry uh, Silver Boy last year. Nice. Yeah. And she's already got another one picked out this year, and I think she's getting a, it's either Silver Eagle or Golden Boy or something like that this yeah. year. She yeah. always goes with a Henry. She likes him. She likes him. Good. She, yeah. him good. she likes him expensive guns. Uh, and then. Like I said, I think we're going to have it sometime in November. Uh, we'll keep y'all posted. And then we got another hunt coming up the 28th of August, which is going to be J.B. Mitchell's Memorial Hunt, which is also the UKC hunt. Yeah. Um, Chad Mitchell, which, you know, J.B. owned Elk River Supply. He passed away not too long ago. Yep. Chad told me yesterday that he's going to donate two guns. He's going to go buy two guns and uh, donate towards the hunt, you know, in honor of his dad. So we're going to have you know we raffle off a bunch of stuff and i mean yeah. the kids come out we got a kids training contest kids bench show you know we got all kinds of stuff for yeah kids food we got really good food uh burke county coon club actually cooked for our last one up here yeah past saturday you know they we had spaghetti and it was really good gosh I mean, yeah it they, was they, they done really good with that uh and all the proceeds go like say burke county comes up here and cooks um whatever money they make they keep you know off right. the food. Yeah. We, we as a club we don't take any of it right you know? 
Uh, and I think Benny Vance is going to cook for the JB hunt. It's probably mm, oh, boy. Yeah, That's you, what we had to cook for the turkey barbecue. competition. Yeah. <clears throat> Parker will want to go to that one. Gosh, yeah. She ain't quit talking about his barbecue since Yeah, he, We'll have to get him in here on a podcast somehow, too, yeah. if oh, we ever get lucky Lord. enough. <laughs> now, is there, is there a way people can look these things up online? Do you guys have like a Facebook page they can look at or anything where they can see the dates and... Yeah, yeah, we got a our our club. It's a Carriage Flats Wildlife Club. We've got a Facebook page, and I try to keep it up to date as possible. Gotcha. Yeah. And then if you you know if you if you UKC hunt, you know get on UKC's website. You know they've got a form for every hunt throughout each state, okay. all the way through the until next year, pretty much. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so that'll be something to look forward to here soon. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, it's yeah. Big times. And when does coon season start? As far as actually being able to shoot coons uh coon season and bear season start the same time it's usually the second monday in october yeah i think I it's october 18th this year i'm pretty sure it's always the monday closest yeah to the 15th. it's a monday i got you i got you now we said kevin's gonna try to come down hunt with us shoot yeah it's a little bit later this year i think it was like the 12th or 13th last year yeah, it was pretty yeah. early last year pretty I sure hadn't it's looked, 18th. i had looked this year i, I, I got it, it on on our documents our summers i'm pretty sure i'm i'm pretty sure 95 it's sure 18th yeah sweet well speaking but, of bear season How's it looking for you guys? You guys started doing prep, started doing scouting, and all that uh, kind of stuff. Yeah, a little or? bit. I mean, it seems, seems like there's several, going to be several bear, you know. It seems like every year there's more and more pops up. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know where they're coming from. They come either. from somewhere. It's, yeah. un, it's unbelievable, really. They have I mean, a trucking them in here on us or something. Yeah. yeah. So we lot. talked about last, again, going back to the last podcast with Sam, it's, Every year, more and more, and this year, oh, yeah. everybody's got plenty of them on camera and stuff. And people don't want them even. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. 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 It's pretty yeah. awesome for the bear hunters, and the deer hunters pretty much hate it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. I've wore a dad burn band off my slingshot, shooting them things with rocks, trying to get them out of there while I was bow hunting. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword for us, because we, like, we love the bear hunt, and we like the deer hunt, too. You know? Yeah. 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 Just the way it is. It look. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's shaping up to be a pretty good season either oh, way. Yeah. It's it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, I'd say that. You guys been training dogs pretty hard. Quite a bit. We've been running, trying to run at least one night a week. Sometimes two nights a week. You know, it's so hot right now in the daytime, and everybody's so busy working. It's hard to hard to run of the day. So if we're yeah. trying to run of the night. You know, on private land, it don't open till the in North Carolina till the fifteenth of August on yeah. game, yeah. game lands. So yeah, we was. Another thing, back to that, we we wasn't for sure what what the actual ruling was as far as running. If there was any kind of difference in day and night, or where your what kind of benefits you get out of running. Right. No, when, day, once day training season opens, it it don't you know you can run day or night. Gotcha. As far as I know. Yeah, yeah, on, I think on, so. On game land. Yeah, it's probably a lot easier on your dogs to run at night. It is. It's I a lot a lot cooler on them. Yeah. Know, so. gotcha. Maybe. Closer on up to, toward hunting season, if we get to run any, we'll try to run in the daytime a little bit. But, I got yeah. you. Now, is there a time that you end up, we you know you're pretty good with training, or do you train right up till season comes in? The more you run them, the better, the better it is. Just like a, just like a football player. Yeah. Like going to practice. You yeah. know, I mean, you got to keep them in shape. Yep. You're working them dogs out, just like yep. you know you go lift weights. You and dogs are lifting weights. Yep. Yeah. Now we got Sam's take on this. Do you guys generally try to train in the same places you're hunting? Or do you try to mix it up, or how do you usually go about it? I mean, we talked to him about it and got his opinion on it. We just like to get everybody's. Yeah. I mean, it, we try not to to run a lot where we're going to hunt, you know. I mean, we do some. Yeah. 
Everybody's different. Yeah, and especially if you got a big one showing up on your cameras. Or yeah, something, right. you, know, you know they're they're pretty smart. They're like a big deer. You put pressure on them, they're going to leave. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we try, you know, and right now, I just soon get on one that's going to run half a night. You know, yeah. Even if we don't catch it, the whole point of it's getting your dogs in shape. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's now, do you do any other type, or do you just run them on bears? Do you do any other type of training? Because not not with our hounds really i, I got really you we don't fool with them you know as far as pretty much we just run by her i got you yeah i got you yeah we was talking about how some people will take out and like take a four-wheeler and hook dogs to the four-wheeler and walk yeah, them to yeah, tough them up road, but road them's what we but, always called it but right it's but about to say you don't really have to around here do you no, everything's some, rough mm-hmm. <laughs> some people does once training season opens you know they'll They'll, they'll fix it where they can make them walk behind the truck yeah. on, on the game land roads stuff. Yeah. It toughens yeah. their feet up on the gravel. Yeah. Gets them ready. Yeah. You got to have them, got to get their feet in shape before they can run. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gosh, yeah. yeah like I say, I'm, I think it's going to be one of the better bear seasons we've had because, well, one, we've all got cameras going now or for, <laughs> for filming for the show. That's going to be. I always forget. Yeah. I'll get in there and be like, yeah, oh, man, I left it in the truck. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we got GoPros for now. Yeah, we'll we're going to strap it to you. We're going to get them GoPros stuck on your chest where you can just hit a button and take off running. Just take off and go. It'll be fun. Get caught up in the heat of the moment. Oh, yeah, and forget to turn it forget, off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's easy to do. I've done that three times shooting deer. <laughs> yeah. Shoot a deer, and before we ever got yeah. started, shoot a deer and then look down and be like, ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> I forgot to cut my camera yeah. on again. I've done it this year. It's easy to do. It's very easy yeah. to do. You get wound up in the heat of the moment. It's yeah. real easy to forget to hit that button. I've done everything vision. but hit the record yeah. button. I Which videoed him. <laughs> I mean, I had him made him get perfect for a shot. Yeah, yeah. Which now everything's getting easier with the technology, the new oh, cameras yeah. and stuff. They've got wrist straps and stuff where you'll have it right on your hand. You look down and you're like, oh yeah, just hit the button. Yeah. You can hit their button on the remote, and if you've got that camera, more than one camera, if you've got one on your gun or whatever, it'll just cut them all on. Yeah. So we're going to really try to use that technology this year because the image stabilization and all that stuff that they've got on those new cameras, are, it's insane. Gosh, yeah, I mean, it is. It's, it's wild. We've been running some on the front of side-by-sides and stuff, just clamping them to them. And I was watching the camera the other day when we was running it. We are just testing them, and the mount's doing like that, and that camera, I'm like, God, this footage is going to be awful. It's just as steady and as smooth as uh-huh. you. I mean, it's it's insane. It's, wild. Yeah, it's awesome. Huh. It's awesome. Gosh, We're yeah. going to try to get everybody on with some of those. And I wish we could figure out how to put one on a dog. That's what we've we, we have we've talked, talked about, about it all that. week. We have been talking about that. I'm trying and trying to figure out. I said, you know, even if it takes just going to Walmart and buying some of them mm-hmm. crappy, you know, just like fifty, sixty dollar action cameras that they got mm-hmm. to toss them on there, you lose them. Okay, so be it. But if it happens to stay on there one good time for one good turnout, <laughs> you've got some pretty cool footage. Oh, yeah. What we'd you have to do is get something, either something crappy like that or get something that's got a GPS locator on it. Yeah. yeah. Where we can Fine. find the camera if it gets knocked right. off, at least get us in the area and get that footage. Strap it to the collar. Yep. That'd be handy. Yeah. And we're, we're going to work on that because that has been something we have talked about. That If you yeah. could ever get one that's baying a bear up or something and have that camera on him it, yeah. that'd be insane yeah, and there's people away from here that can do it and get away with it because like the untamed guys i've seen sometimes they've done it but you got open woods right. a lot of places they got it oh yeah you, get, you ain't gonna have any open woods here <laughs> they got, they got <laughs> to, a lot of roads and oh yeah a lot of mine roads and stuff yeah like, they can cut yeah. them off it's i mean it's rough country too but right they got more access than we got it's it's pretty tough around here i mean 
yeah, everything's just as thick as a cob. We can't, yeah, you can't stress dang, it enough. We yeah. say it all the time. I mean, it's... The unless you come up in here, up here is ridiculous. At least you come up here and hunt it yourself. You really don't realize how thick it is up no. around here trying to hunt in it. But... Well, in that, that one video that uh, Sam took last year when he shot that bear, I mean... Yeah. It was it was so thick. He, it looked like he was crawling across the laurel to get in there. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just... That wasn't just a one-time thing. That's just normal. That's how it is all the time. Oh, yeah. It's normal. That's an everyday occurrence. Yeah. And you, yeah, watch, and you watch these videos, and you can't, half the time, you can't see what we see. You know? Yeah. I no. watched a bunch of them. I'm like, man, where's it at? You know, I'm standing there looking at it in the video, but on the video, I can't see You can't it, you actually see it. Yeah, you can't actually see the bear. Right. Mm-hmm. It's tough to do. But I guess I'd probably roll us into our second break. Second break here. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go into break. We will be back shortly with the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Bone Collector Game Calls, the official game calls of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. Whether it's locator calls, turkey calls, or deer calls, you can find all your calls at bonecollector.com, proudly made in the USA. So I had a guy come in the shop the other day and said he saw a giant buck cross the road in front of him. Oh. But I have no way of knowing who owns the property you run onto. Yeah, you do. How? You get the Onyx Hunt app. What is that? It's a mapping tool. You can see how big parcels are, who owns those parcels, and in some cases, get the tax address where you can either send them a letter or go knock on their door and see if you can possibly hunt their property. Really? So I can use that app to find out who owns that property and possibly get permission? Yes, sir. Heck yeah, pull it up. Let's get on there and find out who owns that property, because I'm telling you, he's a monster. Let's do it. All right, man. Here in the Appalachian Mountains, we are subject to some of the most drastic climate changes anywhere in the country. Whether it's hotter than blue blazes in the summertime or colder than a froze-toed rooster in the wintertime, Carhartt has you covered from head to toe. Visit Carhartt.com and see why they are the official apparel company of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. I've got a problem. What is it? I've got this trail camera put up, supposed to be cellular, and I cannot get some pictures to me whatsoever. Was it a Tacticam? No, it's some other one I picked up, I think, at Walmart. Well, there's your problem right there, man. Tacticam has the best trail cameras on the market, as far as the cell cams go. Really? Yeah, they pick up in places that no other camera will. They send pictures to your phone, and you can set it to send once a day, twice a day, or every time it takes a picture. So you mean to tell me? It's still going to get out and send pictures in these rough, awful parts of this country in Appalachian Mountains. Man, it sends me pictures in places my cell phone won't even get out. Really? Yeah, so you need to pick one of those things up because you don't know what you're missing. I think I'll do that this evening. Go get you a tech camera VLX. And we are back with the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. So, guys, we did a quick introduction whenever we first started the podcast, but... We were trying to get everybody on the team in here and hit a couple of these podcasts with us and just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, what you do for a living and stuff like that. Maybe a few random hunting stories in the mix of it, but Cody, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Make me go first. Huh? Yeah, I'm going to make you go first. Yeah. Uh, Cody Carpenter, 27 years old, born and raised in... Social uh, Security number. One. <laughs> uh, I was born in Cross Nor. Uh not far down the road here. Yep. Uh, married uh, my wife. She's from Rome Mountain, so I'm kind of implanted into Tennessee now. Hmm. Uh, I'm a sheriff's deputy for Avery County, K-9 handler. Uh, been doing that for about five years. It's going on six. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I got into hunting at a young age. My uncle got me into it, and then my brother always had dogs, and I, I really enjoyed going dogging. And then uh, when I was about 
12 or 13, I went got to go my first bear hunt down at the coast. Yeah. And I fell in love with it. I've had dogs ever since. Yeah. Uh, I do a little bit of deer hunting, not a lot. Killed my first turkey this year. Hadn't ever killed a turkey. One of our members, Matt McKinney, me and him went in Tennessee and got got it done. Got Shake that on out. video too. We got yeah. that's gonna that's gonna be yeah, a good one here coming a, up it soon. Was a color face turkey. Yeah, that yeah. was that wild color turkey yeah, we yeah. were talking. We talked. Yeah. We've actually talked about it on one of the earlier podcasts. Yeah, yeah that was, thing's thing wild cool. looking. Me and Matt, I think we'd hunted for three or four days till we finally got one out there. Uh, I told him, I said, I don't know whose lot they're hunting in, but they've killed somebody's <laughs> dead burned pet. I ain't never seen a turkey look like that. It's crazy looking. looking. Gosh, yeah, he was. I, I had never, never seen one like that, you know, but I, I don't really turkey hunt. Yeah. But uh, deer hunt a little bit. I do a lot of coon hunting. I love coon hunting. I, that's what I'm doing right now is actually just running dog, running my coon dog. I, yeah. I've got bear dogs, but I just ain't. It's too hot for me. Yeah. Mitch and these boys are dedicated. I can't. <laughs> it's too hot. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, my brother got me into it, uh, like I said. And then I've got a nephew that I, I've took with me ever since he was smaller than Bentley. You know, and he, I've got him into it now. He's a freshman in high school, and he's begging me to give him some dogs. So we're going to have to figure something out. And he's, I've had him in on some pretty interesting pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, there was one time this past year. Like I said, I hunt in Tennessee a lot. Uh, I had him with me, and dogs were draining there, and we treated one that morning. He went in with me, and he was a boy with us that never hunted. We let him kill it. Uh, and then me and Grayson went to a different spot, and I said, come on, let's go over here. Grayson's my nephew. Yeah. We turned loose, and the mother boys packed to me, and we, uh, they didn't go, holy cow, I think 200 yards. They didn't go far and laid treed. That's awesome. Yeah, but it was straight up. That's the only bad part. So yeah. I had to walk back down the mountain, go back around, and walk back up the mountain. And uh, I had four boys with me at that point. And I, I reckon the youngest, well, I mean, I think the oldest one was maybe 13. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yeah, Lord. <laughs> they, was all, they was all, you know, young, hadn't really done it a whole lot. But, gee, he, he follows me around like a lost puppy. But yeah. he's yeah. my best little buddy there. And uh, we got up in there, and it was a decent bear. She was, it was a sow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I told them boys, I said, who wants to kill it? And uh, there's another boy who hadn't ever killed one. I said, all right. And he, uh, he shot, made a really good shot, hit it the first shot, man, fell like a sack of taters. And uh, Grayson, I mean, I told him, we had dogs tied up everywhere. And I said, gee, run down the hill and start turning dogs loose. And he tripped and fell and rolled for 30 minutes. <laughs> I got it. But he done really good. He does good. You know, he got all the dogs turned loose. But. And that's the thing for me, man. I'd rather see like Bentley. I'd rather take Bentley in and let him kill one than yeah. me or you know. I ain't. I, it's it's the youngins for me. You yeah, know? yeah. I, I'd rather see a youngin. I like to see their face light up when they. Gosh, yeah. Shoot, yeah. Well, and seeing somebody go up to a tree for the first time and see a bear for the first time, oh, it yeah. just it's different. Oh, it's yeah, way it's, different if you've never experienced that. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's an adrenaline rush for sure. Lord, yeah. All right, well, Mitch, you want to tell a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we put you to sleep over about it. I think yeah. we've, you've done a whole, whole lot of talking, yeah. <laughs> I'm Mitch Woman. Uh, grew up right here in Avery County in a little place called Plumtree. Lived here my whole life. Uh, hunted pretty much as long as I can ever remember. I mean, that's what we grew up doing, you know, hunting and fishing. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. All summer break we fished and we hunted all fall. Really wasn't a lot of deer when I was a boy, you know. I mean, there was a few, but very few where I live. And 
I chased them every chance I got, you know, pretty much every day. But I, I, I still love to deer hunt, but I guess really my passions would be bear hunting and turkey hunting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's my thing. I love it. Um, and I deer hunt every, every chance I get, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you don't uh, cut them no slack, no, do you? No, no. I, I stay after them pretty hard. But <laughs> Gosh, yeah. I turkey hunt every day. You know? Heck yeah. Every, every morning before work, I'm in the turkey woods. No matter if from the time it opens in Tennessee till it goes out over there, you know. Yeah. Tennessee opens a couple weeks, four hours does. And then, but uh, now that Bentley's big enough to go with me, we, we get after him pretty hard. He deer hunts. He likes to deer hunt. He he'll tell you his his passion's bear hunting he, he likes to run dogs yeah hands down better than he likes to do anything he loves the deer hunt and loves the turkey hunt but he he absolutely loves to, to bear hunt shoot yeah and he likes to fish i mean that's that's all he thinks about this <laughs> yeah, time boy. of year he's fishing yeah when we're down we got some friends that's got a place down to the lake and when we're down there that's all he wants to do heck yeah Ain't nothing wrong with that. No. He, Lord, no. It's hard for me to sneak off and go run dogs this time of year without him. He's always <laughs> ready to go. He's or a, in season. Yeah, or in season. He, uh, my nephew, too, my nephew Isaiah, He, he's 13 now, I guess. Yeah. And he loves it. I mean, that's all. You know, any, anything we're doing, he does. He deer hunts with us, bear hunts. Uh, but they're pretty good kids, I guess. Well, yeah. Any youngins that want to go hunting and fish nowadays, it's yeah. got to be pretty decent. Oh, never, most of them want to go out and play video games, everything else. Yeah, Don't have nothing to do with it. You know, as soon as, soon as deer season and bear season's over, we roll right into running beagles. We rabbit hunt till the end of February, and they both enjoy that yeah. pretty good. And cost me a lot of money shooting a lot of shotgun shells. But <laughs> yeah. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> they like it. Anything with a hound's fun. Yeah. Well, uh, any time you can get them out hunting and stuff, you keep them in the woods, you know they ain't into other stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the older they get, the more you're going to be able to appreciate that. Yeah. Because you're, you're going to know where they're at, and you're going to know they ain't doing something they shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. The only person I know that's any luckier than Bentley would be Matthew McKinney. I believe <laughs> yeah. I, I believe Bentley might have half of, half of Matthew's horseshoe. Yeah, you stole his horseshoe, didn't yeah. you, buddy? Because uh, he, he's been pretty lucky to be a little fella. You know, he killed a monster last year. Gosh, yeah. I mean, that's big, big old deer. Year before last, he killed a couple. He killed one really nice eight point. First buck he'd ever ever killed. Um, shot. That's the second buck he'd ever shot at. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, he had a he had a good he's had a good couple of years. Turkeys he killed. He didn't give it one this year, but last year he killed a couple. Um, but we've had we've had a lot of fun doing it. Gosh, sure. yeah. Um, been lucky. I work for myself. Yeah. Do construction work, carpenter work mainly. You know, uh, been pretty blessed with that. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's a good time to be in that field right now. It too. is. It is, and uh, just fortunate. You know, I get I get to pretty much. I mean, we work a lot, but pretty much in hunting season, we kind of slow down a little bit so we can yeah. take some time. You know, and it, yeah. it's worked out real well. Heck yeah! So. Shoot yeah! Gosh yeah! Well, and we appreciate you getting on here with us. It's yeah, both all of we us. enjoy having you on here with us, and we always need cold blooded killers as far as content goes. So, <laughs> God, yeah, no, I don't know about that. You probably yeah. be talking to Cody, but <laughs> no, no, y'all didn't call Matt McKinney. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about Bentley. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Bentley. <laughs> he he makes stuff live pretty rough. Yeah, Gosh, boy. yeah. Well, speaking of Bentley, he's our youngest show host. Yep. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, tell us a little about you. How old are you? I'm eight. Eight years old. You still in school? How? What grade are you in school? 
I'll be going into third grade. In the third grade? Remember that. He, he's technically seven. That's about but he, well, I'm seven. pretty much eight in like pretty two much weeks. Eight. Two, oh, okay. Two, two weeks yeah. he'll be eight. Two so weeks. Yeah, so you just say you're eight now. I don't blame you. Yeah. He's a, he likes to hunt. Well, he loves to fish too, boy. I mean, that's Go show you've been doing some I fishing this week hunt. down on the lake, ain't you? Yeah. I love to hunt and I love to fish. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What you been fishing for? Uh, catfish and carp and everything. <laughs> just whatever will bite, right? Yeah. Mainly bluegill. Mainly. Mainly no, bluegill, that would be Isaiah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to catch a bluegill and then use them for bait. Yeah, I've been doing that some too. Yeah. Catch a big fish. That's what he's been That's doing. That's right. Shoot you out. They, they're pretty good. Him and Isaiah, both those good good kids, you know. I mean, they're they're good. Yeah. They love they're good youngins. Love to be outside and pretty much do whatever, you know, just as long as they're outside hunting or fishing or riding four-wheelers. Or oh, yeah. That's what it's something, about. Something like that. Yep. So we've had a lot of fun. Gosh, yeah. He actually, we treated a bear one night last week, and he was with me, and he got to go to the tree and see it, watch it climb down and jump out. It was pretty cool. How big was he? Uh, he was about 70 or 80 pounds. Yep. Little old bear. Yep. Shoot, yeah. Little yearling bear. He wasn't very big, but we we treated him, caught the dogs off of him, let him go on his way. Heck yeah, yeah. Man, them, them little bears they usually leave you sitting too. Oh yeah, that's something. <laughs> yeah. It, we've yeah. run that one several times. If you treat him one time, catch a dog. You better have your lunch <laughs> packed the next time. Yeah, he's leaving there. It's oh gonna, yeah, it's gonna yeah. take a while. Yeah, we had talked about that last week. You training the dogs, but you training the bear as far as oh, getting yeah. him in shape too. Oh yeah, he's in better shape than them dogs are. Is know? he? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, can, he can he can flat stroll. I hear you. Get up and take off out of there, boys. Yeah. But we enjoy it. I mean, it's a. You know, it's a 365 every, every day something. Absolutely. Something to do with it. Always. You know, well, we, we, I still, you know, I say I don't, bear hunting and turkey hunting is my passion, which it is, but, I mean, I mean, you know, we plant food plots. And yeah. I deer hunt a lot. And, yeah. You know, especially now that Bentley's big enough, I take him anytime he wants to go. We Heck go, yeah. We go deer hunting, him and Isaiah both. Yeah. yeah so. Well, and they... You have a deer season, but deer hunting is not just a seasonal thing. Right. Well, anything and ain't. bear hunting is not a seasonal yeah. thing. If you're going to do it right, you're going to have to stick with if it. You, if you love yep. it and, and want to be good and successful at it, it's it's a never-ending process. Absolutely. Yep. You know, Absolutely. It's, it's all the time. Constantly something to do. Especially, like, on the bear hunting side. You know, deer hunting is one thing. I mean, you, you go feed and check your cameras and put minerals out and fix your food plots and that stuff. But if you got dogs... Mm-hmm. They have to be taken care of, right? Oh yeah, they constantly have to be fed and watered every day. You know, I mean, and it's and then well, and I mean, those right. dogs are they're an investment, so to speak. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we got a lot of money tied up in them, and you know, seems like when you get them to the point that you're liking them and they do real good, they kind of they're peaking out. Yeah, start. Yeah, they're getting age on them and start going back down. So you're continuously having to raise mm-hmm. pups and. Right. You know, get Something young dogs. And, and you, yeah, get get your next ones ready. Yep. Yeah. And you might go through, you know, you might go through 10 dogs before you get one that really suits you. Yeah. Maybe right. more than that, you know. I mean, I got you. So it's a, it's a, it's a never-ending cycle. Same way with coon hunting, rabbit hunting, whatever. You know? Yeah. Seems like right when you get them right there. Yep. Yeah. Getting too old. Yep. They start, before you know it, you know, they'll be four or five-year-old and then six-year-old, seven, and, and it don't take long. Right. Yep. And these mountains are rough on them, too. Gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You run them hard. It takes... It, well, between the mountains and fighting the bears and everything else, I yep, mean, it just... Yep. 
It'll take its toll on it them. Does. And the cars. You got to watch the road. Golly, you ain't kidding, <laughs> yeah. brother. Yeah. Especially now, all the yeah. people flocking here from all everywhere. these big cities. You yeah, know, everywhere. Get away yeah. from all this craziness that's going on. Let's talk about running at night. And that's another one of the good reasons about running at night. You ain't got that many vehicles. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had this discussion with a guy in the shop this week. He was up here from uh, down on the other side of Chapel Hill, and he said, this area is way busier than I figured it would be. And he said, has it always been like this? And I nope. said, nope, not really. Well, but last year and a half, it's, oh, it's probably COVID. It's, COVID. it's probably doubled. At least. At least. Or tripled in yep. the amount of traffic and stuff. Well, yeah. and property values have went through the roof, yep. and it just – you got a lot of people that are working remotely, and a lot of people will never go back. No, I mean, I mean that's they can just do one it of, now, and yeah. they don't have to go to the office. Right. Yeah, so. and they can work from home, and they're moving. They're getting away. Yeah, it'll be it'll be worse yeah. come October when season oh, yeah. starts because leaf, leaf flukers. Leaf flukers. Oh goodness yeah. gracious! Don't even start yeah, with that mess. Yeah. Get, it's untold how many thousands and thousands of people come across the parkway. Which I mean, it's, it's yeah. good for the county. You know, it's good for the small businesses. You know, like yeah, you yeah, right. yeah. I mean, but, it's but it, it also sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's, it's, well, it's, it's closing in on us too. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, all, and the more people that's buying land and stuff, like you say, it makes it harder to hunt, especially the yeah, way you hunt yep. with dogs and stuff. Right. Yep, it's, yep. It's coming. I it's mean, a, they're starting danged if you do danged if you don't situation i mean it's great like i say money and money and investment wise but it also sucks for the hunting and everything yeah, it, it just, does it's just constantly a you know all these big, up and down things these big developers and stuff i mean they're it's just like you see it away from here on the coast and stuff they're buying everything they can buy now you yeah know? and they're gonna start start i mean they're selling like it's selling like crazy people mm-hmm. people want yeah. to be here so when it's like one of the biggest uh i guess one of the fastest growing developments in the area eagle's nest oh yeah whenever i was a young and before i could drive hunting with some of those boys oh yeah. i mean i've run bear all through that area that's what yep. i was fixing to say i, I remember when eagle's nest was just a big old field yeah we <laughs> used yeah. to ride four-wheelers <laughs> in there and stuff the first bear i ever shot at was down there in the bowl mm-hmm. it come across the top of the mountain i chased it all the way down that mountain yep. and and now you can't you can't blink in there. There's no. houses everywhere. You and can't turn around it's in coming, there. It's coming everywhere. And I do it for a living, you know. It's kind of bittersweet, really. Yeah. Right. yeah. Literally. I do construction work, and and you need it to live, you know, to make money and to live. But at the same time, places we grew up, yeah, I want Bentley to be able to enjoy it like I did, you know. And yeah. Pretty much now, if it's not a state park or, or game land, it's got the potential of being sold. Oh, yeah. Yep. 100%. 100%. To developers. And that, that nature, that conservative is buying nature, a lot. Too. Yeah, Nature Conservancy, which is the Appalachian Highland Conservancy, too. It, you know, they want to protect it, but yet we can still kind of use their land, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. The state park's buying it, which is good, I guess, but from our standpoint, you can hike on it, but you know you can't. You can fish on it. Well, that's you can't. Right. You can't hunt. But it ruined. Yeah, you. that's the the downside about state park. They'll buy it, but they won't turn it into a game land. Right. Right. They it they basically will. makes it unusable property. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a refuge for the game, but you know I get and there's a lot of people enjoy hiking. I'm not really knocking. It's just not our thing, you know. Right. Well, and they can hike on game lands. What I don't understand is how you're going to use our tax dollars to buy something. And, and then, then tell, tell us, us that it's, it. yeah, tell us it's yeah. not accessible to us I, anymore. I know. Go hike our Appalachian Trail for it's full. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. But it's coming. I mean, it's, you know, all these big tracks of land, these developers are, they're going. Just buying them up. They're yeah, buying and them they're, up. you know, they're giving top dollar for it too. And, and a lot of people that's struggling, 
financially wise, you know, you can't really blame them for selling it. No, right. no. I mean, they're making enough money that they can they can live clear and free. You know. Yeah, for the rest of their life. I yep. mean, yep. these people are paying top dollar, like you say. And yep. So it is what it is. Yeah. What do you What do you do in the situation? I mean, yeah. I guess you just. But we are fortunate we have large areas of game lands in the county. I mean, we've got National Forest that way, National Forest that way. We're very lucky to be in the area we're at. Guess the feather had to go start hunting on Beanie. (laughs) 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 Be a gorge rat. Yeah. You and everybody else. I've done it a couple times last year, and it's tough. Yeah, it's a rough place, man. It's tough. If you can... If you can survive a limb of gorge for a hunting season, you, you can say you're about to It's <laughs> got it some pretty country in there, oh, it's though. Beautiful. It's gorgeous, gorgeous it's in there. Can, it's not what you would expect no. out of North Carolina in there. It's fight. like its own different world. Yeah. Yeah. If you can fight the laurel and the ivy and the rock cliffs and the snakes. Yeah. Snakes. There's yeah. a lot of snakes in there. There are a lot of snakes in there. I got out of my truck last year, and it, you know, it had been snowing a couple weeks before, and I put on snake chaps. When I went down there. <laughs> <laughs> They're there, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. I see them all Screw that place. But all the hikers, are posting all the time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up on this side of the world, so that was my backyard. <laughs> we made it a point. We never even went out the damn road unless it was from about April till October. We just, that's right. off limits. Forget yeah. that. As yeah. soon as turkey season was done into yep. April, we it's yeah. over. Yep. They're I there. Mean, I mean, they're, oh, yeah. There's some great fishing in there and stuff like that, but it ain't worth it. I ain't going to get bit by no daggum rattlesnake to nope, catch nope. fish i mean ain't nothing no. in there worth a rattlesnake and these these rattlesnakes in there were whiskers oh, i yeah. mean these rattlesnakes <laughs> in there that are big old ones yeah. big ones there's some big ones for sure yeah and it's something you really see around you know the county as a whole but like yeah. i say you get off in there well you got to get in your yeah <laughs> like and you say. we were doing a landscaping job down there and it butts up to the national forest it goes in there and lady wanted us to clean up this. She had there's old rock wall and the big bank and stuff. She wanted us to clean it up, and we told her we'll do it, but under one condition: you've got to buy us four pairs of snake chaps because there's four of us working. And she said, "Do you really think it's going to be?" I said, "Yes, ma'am, hundred percent. It's going to be that bad." So she bought us snake chaps, and you'd be over with a weed eater with a chainsaw, and if it felt like somebody smacked you on the leg with a stick. You'd look down, there'd be a copperhead hanging off your chaps. Yep. And you'd grab him, throw him, kill him, throw him out of there. And in a few minutes, it'd feel like somebody whacked you with a baseball bat on the leg, and there'd be a big old <laughs> rattlesnake attached to the chap. <laughs> we killed half a dozen rattlesnakes. We relocated half a dozen rattlesnakes <laughs> and probably 30 copperheads. I was waiting on it. Yeah, I, I, yeah they, they're no good, boy. No. I mean, no. No, we picked them up, pet them, and threw them across the road. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. know, if, if you're hiking in there and staying on the trails, it's one thing, but if you oh, turn yeah. a pack of dogs loose and they bay up in some of them cliffs, I mean, that's just as apt to be a rattlesnake den as, as anyone yeah, when you're yeah. cr- crawling in there. Well, and then you've got... Not only does the dog have to fight the bears, it's having to worry about getting bit by a snake yeah. and one thing. I mean, yeah. there's a whole lot yeah. of things it's, going against you, dogs. Dogs seem like. Yeah, people, you know, you say North Carolina and people automatically think of the flatlands of the coast and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole different ball game up here. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Different world. Yeah, people Shoot, don't yeah. understand. We kind of learned that about Georgia. Everybody, th- you think, Georgia, you think kind of the same thing. <laughs> then we got over in the mountains of Georgia for that Georgia's turkey hunt. The, I mean. <laughs> That's different. If you sh- if you blindfold somebody blindfolded you and dropped you off, you wouldn't know the difference between where we was at in Georgia and being right and here, being on down here in in the game lands on one eighty one. That's mean, crazy. It, you it, wouldn't it, know the difference. No, it, it's exactly. I mean, 
it you, you could close your eyes and think he's. I mean, it's exactly the same. They were in flat land and peach trees everywhere. That's mm. what I you know, when I hear Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you think yeah, of peaches I, and pecans. Yeah, but now then, it was it was pretty and rough. Hogs. Yeah, it was and hogs. Steep. It was I couldn't believe thing. we never even saw a hog. Yeah. Uh, with all the si- the hog sign that we've seen down there, we never seen yeah, one. Yeah, they, they had more believe. out. Well, I mean, you'd, you'd be going up them game land roads driving, and they'd have the ditch lines just wind road. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they had it wore out. Uh, your buddy over here is holding out on you, speaking of Georgia. No, I told yeah. him about it already. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. yeah. He done told me about I it. I done told him. I he said, been... we've got some permission to go down there and hunt. Now, I looked it up the other day. I think. He said he's got 4,000 acres, and I was like, okay, whatever. And I looked it up. He's got half a freaking county ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's places all over. I mean, er, there's like, he'd have a field here, here, here. There'd be one somebody off have a field here, and he'd own the next five. Yeah. I mean, he's got places everywhere down there. I mean, that place is huge. He's got, he said, yeah, come down there and hog hunt it, rabbit hunt it. He said, I've got some people at deer hunt one or two of my places, but plenty of other spots to go go deer hunt and turkey hunt. He said, you can get turkey tags in two days here. I, I said, okay, you <laughs> best believe we'll be there. Yeah, I, well, I looked it up, and I think that they're changing their seasons. Are they? Turkey, for Georgia? Yeah, their turkey season. You know, Is that, it going to be later? Or is it... It's going to be later. That, you know, that old guy that come over and talk to us. Oh, yeah. The cab, he mentioned something about it, and yeah. I looked it up the other day, and it shows it opening up in April. Well, there's uh, a lot of states. South Carolina hit us with that one this year. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of states moving to do that, and what they're doing is they're not – they're they're studying what the game warden told me the reason behind it because the guy we hunt on the landowner his son's a game warden Mm -hmm. and he said they've been doing studies and they're not getting as much successful breeding as what they're looking for and because your dominant birds do 90 percent of your breeding yeah i mean you've got plenty of inferior birds or younger birds that are running around they're running around strutting their stuff and stuff, but they don't know what they're doing as far as the breeding practices. Your dominant birds do 90% of your breeding, which means they're the ones that are coming in strutting a lot of times and blowing up first oh, yeah. ones to run into a gun barrel. Right. And they said that they're it's not the pulp production. They're worried about the numbers decreasing all over yeah. the United over, States, yeah. and, and they're, yeah. they're worried it's not as much pulp production as it is unsuccessful breeding yeah and so they're trying to move it back where those dominant birds will have a better chance at getting more hens before the season opens up yeah Yeah. i think it's got a lot to do with the predators yeah well i heard something interesting this week we're going to get off on a little tangent here um i was listening i don't remember what podcast it was but they were talking about um chemicals in seed coating that is supposed to kill insects they've got a chemical on a lot of ag seed, seed coatings that kills insects and what it does is it attacks their neurological system. It makes them unable to fly and unable to crawl. And so they're still the bugs are still alive, but they just hit the ground and they're just sitting there mm-hmm. kind of kicking. And they're thinking that there's a really good connection. I don't remember exactly what they called it between that and it's killing off baby turkeys because and the big turkeys, it can lead to them being sterile. It can lead to a lot of other problems. Wow. Um, because a baby turkey, that's what it survives on, is bugs. Oh, yeah. And if you're in a high ag area or anywhere that's planting this stuff, the bugs get it. They can't walk, and then the baby's turkey, baby turkeys start picking it up. And it, it's not enough. It won't be enough to kill a full-grown turkey, but it will kill young turkeys. Yeah. And they're actually starting to do some pretty heavy studies in linking that to a lot of the de- decline in turkey populations. That's and, definitely, I mean, there's a big difference here 
you know, to what it used yeah. to be, which there's a lot more people hunts than when it first opened. Yeah, right. Ago. But, and which here, I think w- what you're saying, predator, I think that's a lot of yeah. our problem here. Yeah, you the got, biggest one here is you got. And I think raccoons have a big thing to do, do with it. Yeah. I mean, the hogs, we, we like over where we hunt a lot, we got we started getting several wild hogs. We've killed several of them, but they bust their nest up, you know, and eat yeah. their eggs. Uh, and then you got coyotes or running rampant i mean they're everywhere now yep. yeah bobcats there's a lot of bobcats i mean people don't see them a lot and don't think mm-hmm. that they're here but they are they're here yeah you oh know. yeah there's a lot of bobcats yeah, and they're rough on them i mean pretty much everything's against a pulp turkey and the eggs <laughs> <laughs> that's fine just headbutt that thing yeah, yeah just head be right. on there and hit the, hit the mic but yeah um <laughs> i thought that was kind of interesting though that yeah. study they did and which we don't have as much big agriculture in this area so we don't deal with that as much but um it's gonna really throw a hitch in the agriculture industry because that seed coating's on a lot of your a lot of your corn your oh, grain yeah. your soybeans yeah. stuff like that and they said not only is it in the seed when they plant it but it grows through the plant and it will be in the seed that comes off of that plant which means all the corn that you're harvesting has that in it as well and they're trying to do studies to see if like fat corn's harvested for feed mm-hmm that corn may be bagged and you're throwing it out on the ground to bait deer and stuff. Turkeys are picking it up. It's going right back in their system again. And see, that's where it moves into our area because of the supplemental feeding and stuff like that. So there's a lot left to be done on that side of it. A lot of, a lot of studying, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of work left to be done to see where it's going, but at least they're finally opening it up and trying to figure out what's going on. Because, Turkey populations have took a bad hit. Yep. I mean, yeah, they're de- they're definitely it's, down. It's, yeah, and from as low as we come, when when I was a kid, you wouldn't hardly ever see a turkey. Mm-hmm. I remember when we saw the first turkey back on this farm. We was riding around in one of Sam's jeeps. I was I was about your age, and that was the first turkey I'd ever seen. I was I've been in my in the woods my whole life, and that's the first one we'd ever seen. And and now back in the early two thousands, I mean, my God, that's turkeys everywhere. everywhere yep. yeah. I, was, I mean. I was 14 before I ever heard a turkey gobble. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. The first one I ever heard, we killed it. So, <laughs> <laughs> first one you heard is good. Yeah, that, I tell you that, no, right there. That's yeah. the first time I'd ever been hunting. Actually yeah. Actually hunting. That's when it first opened here. Yeah. Yeah. And sure enough. First one you hear, you got yeah. gobble, kill it. That's what I'm talking about. I, I decided <laughs> that's what you want to hear. It was a game I like to play. So. Yeah, boy. Gosh, yeah. Yeah, boy. Speaking of headbutting mocks and stuff, I was, t- I was telling uh, is Cody, was talking about the headset, sound like something blowing up. Yeah. Quick side story. So before we started doing the podcast, I was in here, you know, <laughs> setting the mics. I was doing a mic check on everything and make sure everything was right. I just had, cr- it didn't sound right, so I had just had cranked that gain up on the And mics. we had the doors open. Doors open. And I had them cranked just nearly as high as they'd go. And I heard, I was like, what in God's name have I done to this thing? About that time, fighter jets come over top of the hill, just as loud as it'd go, nearly busting my freaking eardrums. I hollered, didn't know what in the hell I'd done. I looked back, and here they are just barely over the trees coming across. Yeah, I was back there putting the guns up, and I heard them coming. And then I heard him squall. I didn't know what in the heck was going on, but... Son, it nearly busted my eardrums. I mean, I had them just loud. They're only about, I don't know a sixteenth of how far up they go so you can yeah. imagine how when they get yeah. cranked up or bust your eardrums <laughs> yeah and those things were low they were trying to blow the needles off of pine trees over yeah. yonder yeah. they were running low That's right when we pulled in we me and bentley got to watch them go across yeah it's pretty neat wasn't it bud 
Yeah, your daddy was saying how well, they come across here quite often, don't you? They can, well, in the summertime, it's been a little less this summer, but it's normally three times a week. Yeah. And we were out there on tractors one day, and we were moving a bunch of tin, and we had two tractors. We were trying to let it down at the same time. We had forks on the front of them, and the tractor ain't like a forklift. The forklift stays level the whole time. The tractor, you're having to work it back and forth. I mean, I'm really, really focused, and them <laughs> jokers come across our head, and I mean, it just shook the whole damn place. <laughs> and I thought I'd dropped that tin. I, I went to jumping and jerking. I looked over, DJ. I thought I thought we'd tore the whole dang mess up because we had $2,000 stack of metal there. We didn't <laughs> want to drop God it on the sakes. ground. But son, they did. They, they do. They normally come right over here and then they turn and they kick it right down Linville Gorge <laughs> the most gorge. of the time yeah. yeah but yeah if you're ever in the gorge when they come through they're running so low they can't fly them flat they have to turn them up on their side they get down in there so deep they have to turn them up on their side dad was talking about being in the lower end of the gorge in a tree stand one morning <laughs> and one come he was down there short off mm-hmm. and one come through there and he said he was so dang low he said i looked right in the cockpit <laughs> <laughs> he said that joker just smiling at me and he said then the whole world come alive he said it shook a tree it shook a whole dang mountain yeah, I my god you. but i couldn't imagine being woods or something like that coming across oh I couldn't yeah imagine carrying a tree stand in Little gorge Oh uh, yeah, that either. Well, they used to <laughs> cheat. They used to have them a little, they, they a little road cabin road made on yep. short off mountain, mm. and they had a couple of pack mules. Oh. He raised a couple of donkeys, and he would pack them full, and then they'd walk in and stay for a week or so. Yeah, that's about the only. <laughs> yeah, 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 boy. That's about it on that one. Of course, I did. don't know as old as he is. That must have been the Wright brothers flew through on him. <laughs> 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 I mean, shoot. Mm. Yeah. God, that story he's telling us before, before we started this, too, about him going down there and getting parts off an old truck somewhere towards the coast or whatever yeah. it was with Dennis Anderson and him. Yeah, I don't know if that was a, a, a jet or a prop plane. I don't know if they had jets back in that back in that day. But oh, God. Yeah, he was it. telling us about back when they used to race monster trucks. Uh, Sam and Dad were real good friends with Dennis Anderson. And everybody sees them racing on TV, you'd think they'd be against each other, but they all helped each other out, worked on trucks and stuff. And when I was growing up, every weekend over at my grandma's house, there'd be half a dozen monster trucks parked in the shed or in the building out there. There's mechanicing on them. They'd mechanic on them all all day long and then get them ready to go. And anytime they was racing in this area, you had Grave Digger, you had Carolina Crusher and Bigfoot and all them guys all just parked there. They'd stay at my grandma's house and work on their trucks and stuff. But um, they went down. Dennis had a place down there near kitty hawk and he said come on down here we're gonna get some axles and stuff because they used deuce and half axles mm-hmm. off them old trucks and so they went out and dad's asking dennis we got permission to be here because they're on a military base <laughs> and he said yeah 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 we we got permission to be here so they started working on these trucks tearing axles out from under rear ends <laughs> all kinds of stuff and uh dennis kept looking at his watch kept looking at his watch and dad's like what in the heck's the matter with you dennis we we got all day he said no we don't we got to be out of here by three o'clock <laughs> they didn't pay no attention son 2 30 come he started packing up tools and stuff getting the truck getting the truck we got to go we got to go now <laughs> and he said they just had got back out the gate and all of a sudden the ground started shaking and he said what in the hell is that and he said them trucks were te- or were uh targets for the bombing range <laughs> and it was the military coming in at three o'clock and they told him what time they was gonna be there god. they had till three o'clock and they was gonna start blowing them trucks up with jets oh god and get out of there yeah you gotta god get sex. out of there because son but they were they, <laughs> they were stealing the axles and the transfer oh cases god. and stuff off for military targets 
crazy. God's sakes. But, I mean, if you're going to blow them up, they don't have to have axes. Yeah, what do they need them for? Yeah. Might as well take them. Yeah, heck God yeah. God almighty. we got to get him in here. Tell him oh, son, he's got, got so much left like that. They've got ridiculous. a ton of stories like that. So y'all need Benny Vance, I'm telling you. You want to hear some stories. Oh, yeah. Ask me to tell you. God, yeah, that's what I'm hoping we can get him in here, too. We're going to get Benny in he's here. A, he's in Wisconsin right now. Yeah, he's up there bear hunting, ain't he? Yeah, they're training right now. It's training season. Training season, God. Yeah, I seen Chad posting some videos and stuff the other day. Yeah. That looks like a fun place. That would be a fun place to film up there because it looks. I went up there a couple of years ago, and it's uh, it's a lot like Huntington Coast. It's flat. It's uh, very flat. The woods look a lot more open than they are here. It I mean, depends. It, I mean, in certain places, a lot of swamp. I got a lot of swamps up there. Yeah, but it, it, it there's some places. I mean, it's open, and some places it's not. I mean, it's just like hunting anywhere else, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I Heck went up yeah. there for. I think I stayed. 10 days and the only bear I seen was a stuffed one inside the town <laughs> <laughs> when I went it was really dry they hadn't had rain in like a month man and it, yeah. was, it was hot and it was yeah, it just they wasn't moving bears wasn't moving at all I got you so I think you're treating several right now oh yeah they're having like, a big time but heck yeah it's a 20 hour drive Ooh. as soon as you leave Elizabeth and Tennessee to Glidden, Wisconsin drive that night yeah. 20 hours. dang it that's that's a tough drive I thought that drive to Dallas was bad. That's worse than that one. Yep, it's a long ways. Yeah, boy, that's a long yeah. drive. It's good people hard. up there, though. The people that's the locals. I mean, I'm telling you, they are good people. Heck yeah. yeah, they're real good people. Well, guys, I think that about cover it for me. What about you guys? I think that's pretty well got it. Well, Rich. we're going to end this one the way we always do. We want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast we appreciate everybody's support yep starting to get a little bit of interaction some ratings yeah and we stuff got some and ratings and we're gonna tell you boys that we've got listeners all across the country i mean all across the world yeah we got listeners in russia <laughs> asia <laughs> uh seen one in africa the other day nice uh we had one i don't know if he's on a cruise ship or what he's on there's one or two out in the middle of the ocean i'm out in the middle of nothing <laughs> shoot yeah i said well, well for everybody for everybody <laughs> yeah. listening I don't care how you stumbled upon us. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening. Absolutely. Um, Whatever platform you're listening on, if you don't care to get on there, leave us a rating, write us a review. Um, We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts. So whatever whatever format you're hearing us on, we'd appreciate if you get on there and leave us a rating, write us a review. If you have any topics you want us to discuss or just want to hear a bunch of rednecks talk about a bunch of crap, Get on there and tell us. And then we've also got the email up and going. What's the email again? Ahollerhunters at gmail.com. Ahollerhunters at gmail.com. Send us an email. Give us topics. We're all the time looking for stuff to talk about. Throw us some yeah. off-the-wall stuff. We can ask these boys about it. But And That's also, it. yeah, right. yeah, throw us some <laughs> random stuff. Yeah, we'll, we need it. We can, we'll we put them on it. the spot. But Yeah, that'd get interesting. We Real also want to think. We want. Heck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, heck yeah. We ain't always got to stay right on schedule here. No. We no. rarely do. Yeah. We want to thank all of our supporters, uh, Tacticam, Tacticam Reveal, Big and J, Onyx Hunt, NAP Archery, Bone Collector, Remington, Garmin, Realtree, Salto Outfitters, Carhartt, Vortex Optics, Mountaineer Outfitters, W Hunting Supply. We want to thank everybody that helps us uh, with the YouTube show and with the podcast. We really appreciate y'all's help and all Every your support. Everyone of us. Appreciate it. All right, guys, you got any parting words for anybody? I believe I'm good. Bentley, you good, buddy? Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> well, I think that's going to be it for episode 11, and we appreciate you guys listening to the Back 40 School Session ID. They say everybody knows everybody. Well, they sure as hell know me. 
In that mad dog town, 65 southbound in the middle of Tennessee. Yeah, I left black marks on every turn too sharp, like Voodoo.